So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. From the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed Show. Thanks so much, big voice. Welcome back. I'm Ed Clements, joined by Todd John Drew today and our producer, Brandon. Two seconds to play in the first half. While we were gone, Pittsburgh scored a touchdown after they blocked a field goal. So, big turnaround there, big swing of events. Uh, Buffalo still leads 21-7 in this game. Uh, Buffalo still with the upper hand in this baby at home. Mm-hmm. And um, it's going to... In not friendly or warm conditions. Not friendly or not warm what do you what do you get at halftime here? Do you get chicken soup? Do you get hand warmers? What do you get? They're they're running quickly to the locker room as it is halftime now. I would say I've uh, seen enough of this game. I am going to go to a pub and watch the second <laughs> half in warmth. Oh, I think so. Uh, we are at the closing end of Super Wild Card Weekend coming up at five fifteen. A visit with our friend Pete Adamski, Delaware Subs, Nova Loney there, Mister Philadelphia. Uh, we know some start times for this weekend's games. Green Bay, the number seven seed who defeated the Cowboys, will be playing the number one seed, the 49ers. That game's going to be Saturday night at 7.15 on Fox. Okay. I need to check and see the line is, I'm sure. Uh, The 49ers will be mm, 10-point favorites. I'm looking it up right now. 10 points. Okay, that's my guess. Brandon, what's your guess on the line? I think San Francisco by 10. No, I'm going to say 12. Uh, I'd say 15. Okay, well. Gonna be double, Johnny. Before you look and see, uh, I say twelve. I was I was typing, and to be honest, I'm not good at multitasking. So Fred says fifteen. I'm gonna split the difference. Okay. All right. Uh, and over under? Do we go that? We don't know. No, 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 that. Don't know that. But that game's gonna be Saturday at seven fifteen. The Saturday afternoon game, the Houston Texans. More than likely, if this Buffalo score holds up, the Texans will be playing in Baltimore against the Ravens. And then on uh, Sunday, it will be the Eagles or the Bucks at the Lions at two o'clock. At two o'clock. So those are the look at at, at the weekend at the weekend for uh, the next round of the playoffs. Also, it would be Sunday if this game holds up. Buffalo winning, it would be Kansas City. At Buffalo, wow! Tells you how much of an upset it was yesterday with Green Bay, okay. and is that they, Dallas was seven and a half point favorite, and after yesterday's performance, now the 49ers are nine and a half, nine and a half point favorites, nine and a half point favorites. So, if mm. I was a betting man, which I am, I would take San Francisco right now. I don't see the over under yet, though. Mm. But the Packers are at plus three seventy five. Packers are plus three seventy. That means Where you is bet forty nine. Yeah, go ahead. Bet hundred dollars, you win three seventy five. That, that is correct, sir. Yeah. But if you bet, if you want to win any money for the 49ers, they're minus five hundred. 
Wow. So you have to bet $500 to win $100. Wow. And the line today on the Bills and the Steelers, Bills are minus 10. They're covering that now. They lead 21 to 7. And the over-under in the game we're watching right now is 38 and a half. Mm. Will it get to, it's now 28 points. Will it get to... Ten more points, another half a point. Well, I mean, if you're going to have Pittsburgh chasing, you could have some slop. You could have some, you know, garbage yeah. time at the end of the game. We'll have to wait and see. Before we talk about Philadelphia and Tampa Bay, I want to go back to a story we talked about briefly. We talked about it with Kevin Sheridan. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian got a contract extension to 2030. It's believed to be $10 million a year. We don't know. If that's going to be a guaranteed situation, I hope not, because the Aggies mm. got in trouble. You don't need to have a guaranteed contract. I, I, but I, if that's ten million through twenty thirty, so we're looking yeah. at six years, sixty yeah. mil, sixty million dollars compared to Jimbo Fisher got yeah. seventy five. And the big story too was uh, this Isaiah Bond, the wide receiver from Alabama. He's the first player to leave Alabama since mm-hmm. Nick Saban lost. He was on the UT campus and committed to play football for the University of Texas. Isaiah Bond, I think he wore number 17. He's the young man who caught the touchdown pass against Auburn, the grave digger, they call it the grave digger, on the 4th and 31. This guy is uber, uber talented. And it was kind of interesting. He said this was a purely business decision. And Brandon told us, and I didn't see it, tell us again where you (laughs) saw uh, Isaiah Bond on Saturday on Instagram. Probably uh, making some arrangements at Lamborghini of Austin. At Lamborghini mm-hmm. of Austin. Yeah. I think that's the official signing spot now. You, you stop out there and sit <laughs> down signed, and sign hey, a contract. More power to them yeah. if they can do it. A he, Lamborghini. I tell you what, the welcome welcome edition, because what have we been saying since, you know, it was, is we're losing... Are we losing wide receivers this year? As mm-hmm. That's going to be the number one key. Yeah. So to hear good news like this, that whether it's Quinn or whether what we're I looking mean, yeah. at, I mean, yeah, he got to get as many Lambos as he wants yeah. if he's going to play. For I y'all. think it's terrific news because the guy Quinn needs it, as you said, yep. and I think he readily chose to come to Austin because they don't have the name. He's not a Lamborghini dealer in Tuscaloosa or mm. Birmingham, for goodness sakes. He knows he can drive a Lamborghini. More than likely, he's going to live downtown in a high-rise, yep. and more than likely, he's going to get a whole bunch of cash. He said it's a business decision, plus yeah. he will be a co- with a coach, Steve Sarkeesian, who loves to throw it, which sometimes isn't a fault for Steve. He loves to throw yep. the ball, so he's going to be uh, have great exposure this year. I think it's great. I really do. And since we're on the uh, topic of, of college football, I had a texter who texted in and asked our thoughts on Michael Penick's knees, they're suspected at, at best, mm-hmm. and they want to know if they think we can, he can hold up the rigors of the NFL, especially if he's on a team with no offensive line. Yeah, that's a bad recipe for any quarterback, let alone someone who's already have some knee issues. Sure, you, you see what happened in Carolina this year. You look at C.J. Stroud, who had a good line. Yep, but yeah, that's that's the trouble spot. I'm I'm interested because of of, of what the NFL scouts are going to do because. Caleb Williams, the USC quarterback, we knew he was going to do it. Yeah. Announced announced today that he was going to. Uh, he waited until the very end. Yeah, he, he did. did finally do it. But he was going to go. Yeah, we, do it. I I like the guy. I I I saw I saw it when Texas discovered Caleb Williams a few years ago when they knocked uh, what's his name out for the old South Carolina quarterback mm. Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler. Yeah. Texas knocked out Spencer Rattler. Here came Caleb Williams on the first play. He ran for a touchdown. So yeah, he's definitely talented, and he's going to go number one. Whether the Bears keep that or trade that's yet to be seen. 
they've got their own situation with Justin Fields, and he's going to need a contract coming up soon. So well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens as we go into the draft, but we're just looking in. And I think, going back to this question about Penix, we saw him against Texas. He looked like Superman. Superman. Never and then we missed. saw him against Michigan where they put pressure on him, and it was his kryptonite. I mean, right. he, the end of that game, I felt he, looked, he was in such pain. And you can just tell. I mean, he, he wanted to finish the game, but it was... He was holding his ribs. He was limping, and it right. was just. And we saw how when you get some pressure on him, he's not as accurate because he was throwing darts against Texas. Right, literally just anywhere he wanted, he was just darting that sure. ball right to him. Sure, game against Michigan, not not so much. Or right, there were some bad drops in that game too. There were, but still, um, I think Penix is going to be a good quarterback. But you're right, you, you don't like going into the NFL already banged up. You 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 brought your Chicago Bear. Thermos there. Yeah, I almost wore the sweatshirt today. Yeah, I almost wore the sweatshirt. Justin Fields, is he safe? Eberflus, the head coach. Is that how you pronounce his name? Eberflus? Eberflus, yeah. Eberflus is safe, <laughs> but uh, what's your confidence level in Justin I've said Fields? this from the very start. I wasn't and still not a huge Justin Fields fan. Mm-hmm. I I think one is they need to make sh- they need to decide if he is he a running quarterback or is he not? Because there's a game he runs, and then there's a game he's, he doesn't run. You don't quite, it, They seem like sometimes they're calling college-level plays, and mm-hmm. that's just doesn't, not working in the NFL. Eberflus seemed to have got it together. And if you would ask me halfway through the season, I wanted nothing to do with either of them. Really? But I think Eberflus at least played himself into at least one more season because they did win three games last year, seven this year. So mm-hmm. I, there's an improvement. I'm still not a huge. I, I like Justin this year. He was a little more solid, a little right. more. His his long passes looked better because that was always my thing. He was throwing for yardage, but he was throwing you know outs to the sides, and, right. they, and they were running the rest of it. But um, I'm not 100 percent sold, and you're going to have to give him a contract. He's still in a rookie deal. It's got to be. It's got to be hard for you, hard for Cowboy fans today, but hard for you as a longtime Bear fan. Here, Detroit's in the playoffs, and and they win. Here, the Houston Texans with an outstanding quarterback and a great coach. They're in the playoffs. They're going to the second round. I think if you would have started at the beginning of this year and told me that after the first week of the playoffs that there would still be two NFC North teams in there, I wouldn't have believed it. Yeah. Because I, I don't think – or I would have said, okay, Detroit and Minnesota. Right. I'm, so I'm shocked. that I, I really think, you know, I think Detroit, they earned it. I, it was interesting. We haven't really talked about that game, and I – I watched it, and everyone was like, oh, you know, it's Matt Stafford coming back to a place he played for 12 years. and Yeah, and but it was so, like, the second he stepped on the field, they just started booing mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. and booing him. That was surprising to me. And when he went to hug his daughters, they booed him. <laughs> now, I know Detroit's no Philadelphia when it comes to fans, but they're not exactly loving fans either. Right. But... So when he got on the, after they, they lost in a very close game, and he said, they asked him, and like, you know, he played here long enough. Are you happy for Detroit? He said, I'm happy for the players. Yeah. He kind of went, nothing, yeah. against, nothing against, he did say a word about Detroit. <laughs> but I'm like, if I'm out there getting booed, yeah. and I'm hugging my, my, I'm hugging my kids and you're booing me, yeah. after I gave you 12 years of my life and got banged up every year. Every year, got beat up every year. So, yeah, I mean, I, it was interesting to see that, that that was their reaction. I thought he at least had a, a warm reaction, yeah. but he didn't get that at all. So I was very surprised because I thought he'd get a warm reaction. I did. I really did. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. After the break, we're going to visit with our friend Pete Adipski, number one Eagle fan uh, of all of uh, Central Texas, and we'll get his thoughts on the Eagles in Tampa Bay and what's going on with his team uh, here on 1027 ESPN. 
Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Do it again, big voice. It's so good. Do it again. Check out the podcast page at 1027ESPN.com. Now back to the Jeff and Ed Show. Hey, welcome back. Ed Clements, Todd John Drude, and Brandon here. Producer Brandon on this uh, MLK Day, Monday afternoon. Jeff will be back tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We are watching the Bills and the Steelers just underway in the second half. Bills still lead 21-7, 21-7 in this game where it is nighttime in Buffalo and it is cold. Yes, sir, and not as cold as it was in Kansas City, but still not a pleasant atmosphere to be in, and there are some rowdy fans there that really love their Bills, so Steelers, uh, they're up against the wall, that's for sure. The weather's going to be good in Tampa, I understand, when the Eagles fly, Eagles fly, Battle the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and with us now on the live line is our great friend Pete Adebski of Delaware Subs, no baloney there. Uh, when you go to Delaware Subs, you'll see a lot of Eagles stuff on the wall. He is the number one Eagles fan in all of Central Texas. But i got to ask you, first of all, Pedro, what in the world is going on with your team? <laughs> uh, well, first, thanks for having me, Ed. I certainly appreciate it. Happy New Year. Uh, I think we're in a, uh, we're, we're in a bad spot. Uh, I think we've been in a funk for about five weeks and I have to, uh, I have to attribute it to coaching. Uh, I just, I, you know, I think I may have mentioned to you, I, I thought we had a better roster to start the year out than we did last year with the acquisition of some of those, uh, run stoppers from, uh, Georgia. And, uh, we, you know, I know we won some close games, but, um, this is coaching. I know they had uh, the birds have gotten a new offense and defensive coordinator. They have not been out at all. My little pipeline to uh, the city of brotherly love through my stake guy. Um, they they say that Sarani has lost control of the team, hmm. and the players the players are not saying much. But the locker room talk is that uh, they're not respecting the coordinators and they're losing faith in the coach. He's He's not being a leader, and I, I don't know what to say. I'm just uh, just as baffled as every other Philly fan. Yeah, hey, Pete, but, I, I, a follow-up uh, question. We got the talent. We have a good roster, but uh, I think you have to know how to motivate these these players that are talented, and uh, they make a lot of money. Uh, not to pick on the Cowboys, but, you know, I thought the Cowboys were uh, – they, they really had a, uh, a great chance at a good playoff run. I'm yes. just shocked that that game happened yesterday. But I'm not saying it's McCarthy's fault, but uh, maybe a number 17, seven seed team didn't motivate the Cowboys. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, hey Pete, can we follow up on that question. You mentioned that maybe the coaches kind of lost control of the team. Going into tonight's game with some injuries, of course, Hurts uh, is hurt, and A.J. Brown is out. Now, there's been speculation that maybe A.J. Brown's starting to wipe his social media clear. Is you you follow them obviously very closely. What's the truth to maybe AG Brown's done? That, that's bad. That, that's very bad for the team. It, it's very bad. Nothing about what he did is good. He's a great athlete. Uh, obviously, one of the best receivers in the league. And to do what he did, uh, I, I think they, they shouldn't be involved in social media anyway. You know, they should just play and, and just kind of do the thing. But uh, I, I'm very disappointed in that, sir. And uh, as a result, uh, it's, you know, I think that just breeds more dissension in the locker room, yep. sadly. Cowboy fans are upset today at Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott. Uh, your team, the Eagles, came within a punt return of winning the Super Bowl last year against Kansas City. 
How devastating would it be if it all ends tonight in Tampa Bay against former Lake Travis high school quarterback Baker Mayfield? How how devastating to that city and this franchise would it be? Hey, I, I, Ed, I'm a Baker fan. Uh, you know, I, I live in Lake Travis, and, and uh, my daughter sat next to Baker Mayfield in high school. He uh, He's a heck of an athlete. The guy is gritty. He's tough as nails. Uh, he's not pretty. He's more like a Brett Favre type. But I'll tell you, um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Baker doesn't have a great game. He's a tough guy. He's a tough guy. But you know what? If they lose to Tampa, Ed, it, it may be a good thing because it, you know, it's time to just say we can close the door and now we have to make the changes we have to. So yeah, and, and I've been kind of saying off and on today is that we could get a really great game tonight, or we could get a really bad one. You just don't know with the injuries with Jalen Hurts. I mean, in then of course with AJ being out. AJ Brown, yeah. AJ, and we've got the, you know, of course, it's just on both sides of the ball. There's injuries. Buccaneers defense hasn't been what it has, but so we could get a great game tonight, or we could get a really bad game tonight. And I spoke to another good friend of mine who's a huge Eagles fan, and he has the same feelings as you. He's like, it's just not the same feeling we had last year. No, and, and you know, I, I'm going to say this. Uh, I actually, I think the most exciting team in the playoffs. I said this before the weekend is Detroit. Uh, and, I'll, and this is why I think they are. They love their coach. Those players are motivated. They they can't possibly lose, even if they lose uh, into in, San Francisco or they don't even get that far, because this whole season is a victory for them. Mm-hmm. They're motivated and they're hungry. Philly was the same way last year. And, and, and I thought the Cowboys were questioning myself. I thought they were just as hungry. But, but – uh, I don't think there's a team out there as motivated as Detroit, and I, I would not bet against them at all for anything. After all this talk about the Eagles under troubles, the Las Vegas Wise guys still like your team. Eagles are favored by three points tonight on the road in Tampa Bay. Are you where in a scale of one to ten, with ten being the highest? Where's your confidence level going into that game tonight? Uh, about a six and a half, and and, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you, we may win it if if. Uh, uh, if we run the ball, if we run the ball more than we pass it, uh, I think, I, I think to be honest with you, Serrani needs to throw Hurts in there for a couple series to see how he does with this, uh, uh, finger situation that he's got hampered. And if he's not being able to throw the ball, which I hear that he's not, well, it, it's time to take him out because they need to win the game. It's a second season. It's a playoffs. Get Mariota in there. He's quick. He's fast. He's got a good arm. And we had the back to run the football, and we got a pretty darn good line. But, but it, it, I, I'm not worried that AJ Brown's not there. I mean, we we got to get motivated. Mm-hmm. And, and for all you Cowboy fans out there, look how good Dallas was when they had a motivator in Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, that's all I can say. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to have a coach that's fired up like this guy Campbell at Detroit. Uh, Shanahan's a brilliant mind in San Francisco. He has the full attention of those players. And when you lose the attention of the players, they're not going to play for you. You're just not going to win. Were you were you kind of surprised that over the course of this last five weeks where they've had their struggles, their issues, knowing that Jalen's finger was hurt, that they haven't put Mariota in to just kind of give him some rest? Yes, very much so. Very, very much so. They should have put Mariota in. And I don't know why they continue to put Hurts at risk. You know, he's got this bum knee. It's, he's hampered the whole season. And I, don't, I think they're, I, I'm not saying they're trying to kill him, but they're overworking him. Let the injuries heal. 
it's a long season. And uh, golly, I just, I just, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. They could afford to have put uh, Mario in a couple games, but they chose not to. Pete, thank you so much for the visit. Uh, two for one cheesesteaks again mm. this coming Sunday, NFL Sunday. Maybe the Eagles will still be in it. I, I get the sneaking feeling that the Eagles are going to win tonight. Remember, Tampa Bay kind of backed their way into the, the South Championship. I, I like your team tonight, even though uh, it's, it's not been good the last few weeks. It certainly hadn't. But, you know, I, I would love to see him win one more time, but we, we know there's better teams out there. Okay. And we've got to be honest about that. Thank but uh, and once again, my condolences that he did the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Are you wearing your Eagle sweater right now? No, but I'll put it on because uh, it's getting cold. <laughs> you always do. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye-bye now. You. See you. Bye-bye. Pete Adamski, Delaware Subs, the number one. Eagle fan and all of Austin and Central. Too. I think they're going to win tonight. I, 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 you know, I mean, because just the Buccaneers have not. I mean, the Buc- Buccaneers have struggled. You mentioned just to get in. Yeah, that seemed like a division that nobody wanted to win. Nobody wanted to and win that division. Th- they're, I think, about ready to just go play some golf at this point. And oh. I know they're still competitive. I know they're competitive players, but honestly, I don't. I don't see either of these teams going further. Brandon, I mean, who wins tonight? Eagles are the. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I like. think I think I'm going to go with the Bucks. Really? They have more. They have more momentum going their way. You know that they, they the Eagles have not looked good these last few weeks. No. These last this last month. Yeah. And the Buccaneers look like a more qualified team. Mm. So I, and it's in Philly, right? No, no, no. It's, it's Tampa, Tampa, Tampa Bay. That's Tampa Bay is a division winner. Philly. I mean, Philly has not looked good on the oh, road either. Philly. Philly, at one time, looked like they were going to be the number one seed. And you got a motivated Bucks team that wants to win one without Tom Brady. Yeah, you're right. You know. Yeah. Here's something too. I mean, I'm looking at the, you know, the ah. You mentioned it. The Philadelphia's a minus three. The over under is forty three and a half. Mm-hmm. I could easily see this going under. Could you? They struggle. Both teams' fingers broken. You know. They both know. struggle to score points. Yeah. And especially the Eagles lately, and without AJ Brown, and you've got Baker who's injured as well. Yeah. Although you've got Mike Evans who's always a stud. Yeah. I, I don't know. I could see. I could see it being a, a low, low scoring game. Uh, earlier today, if you just joined us, we talk a lot about the Dallas Cowboys. What the Cowboys do next? It was our opinion, all three of us, that Mike McCarthy's got to go. And I have the opinion not only Mike McCarthy's got to go, but I think the Cowboys need to look for a new quarterback. We'll talk about that. Also, we haven't talked about the Dolphins at all. What a what a colossal collapse, I believe, for the Miami Dolphins and Tua Tungliavoa. Uh, Dolphins 0-11 when the temperature is under 40 degrees. They've not won a playoff game since 2000. You think things are bad for the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> it's really bad for the Miami Dolphins, too. That and much, much more. And we welcome your phone calls. 512-834-1027. This is 102.7 ESPN Austin. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. You're listening to The Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. Hey, welcome back. I'm Ed Clements along with producer Brandon and Todd Johnsrud here on 1027 ESPN. Jeff will be back tomorrow. We've got football in just a little bit. We've got the Philadelphia Eagles at Tampa Bay. The final game of Super... Super duper wild card weekend. Uh, Steelers are closing the gap. Bills lead the Steelers 21 to 10. Eight minutes and 50 seconds to play in the third quarter. Yeah, they 
they got the ball second half and yeah. managed to at least get three points out of there. So now they're only 11. Let's see if they can come back. They're doing. I mean, they're better off than where the the, the Cowboys were yesterday at well, halftime. Remember so. the the Bills had built up a 21 nothing lead. They'd lined up for a field goal late to make it 24 nothing. Steelers blocked it. They got a, a touchdown. Now they get a field goal, so the deficit 11. For you gamblers out there, the line was 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. So the Bill gamblers are winning. All right. Cowboy betters didn't win yesterday. Cowboys got throttled by the Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers. And the shocker could be the most embarrassing or disappointing loss as a longtime Cowboy fan in a long, long time. Because this was had everything in the makings for a run for the Cowboys. The division win in the uh, NFC East. They had the home game yesterday against the Packers team who who barely got in the playoffs. Cowboys were going to host a game next week and then more than likely be on the road for the NFC Championship against, presumed, San Francisco. But that blew up yesterday. It sure did. And what a difference a day can make because uh, the three of us believe Mike McCarthy's got to go. I just don't see any way that Mike, M- Mike McCarthy stays as head football coach for the Dallas Cowboys. We welcome your phone calls at 512-834-1027 for your thoughts. On my list, in no uncertain order, Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, Mike Vrabel, and current Cowboy defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. Right now, I like Mike Vrabel, Mm -hmm. the Tennessee Titans. Tough guy, young guy. I just don't think Bill Belichick is going to mesh with Jerry Jones and the family. I don't think Jim Harbaugh will do that. I think Harbaugh was interviewing today in Los Angeles for the Chargers job. I think he gets that Chargers job because of Justin Herbert. And Dan Quinn, i got to be honest, the shine is off Dan Quinn because of the miserable performance by the Dallas Cowboys defense yesterday. Thoughts, Johnny and Brandon? I I loved and We had somebody call in earlier today and mentioned Pete Carroll, who's out there looking for a job now, too, and the energy that he might bring to a Dallas Cowboys team. But I think with Pete Carroll, and Brandon, you know better than this Mm -hmm. because you're a Seahawks fan, is Pete kind of seems like a better version of Mike McCarthy, but also one who the players all like. The player he doesn't seem to have that passion and fire when he needs to get on players, which is kind of the knock against Mike McCarthy. I might be way off there, but uh I mean I mean just look at his his retirement party or 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 firing party. Mm-hmm. Everybody from his past pretty much showed yeah. up. Like mm-hmm. they love the guy. Even if they feuded with him, you know, in the media Obviously, they came back, and everybody's all hunky-dory now. Everyone's good. Uh, that was always a, a question mark that was never really never really brought to light. No one's really talked about their you know super secretive one-on-one talks with Pete yeah. Carroll. I, I've heard he's, he's just kind of like how he is, how you see him in public is how he is. He stays you know one one tone, one you know he doesn't mm-hmm. get too high, doesn't get too low. He just talks to you like a human and I, but you know that's 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 all hearsay at this point. I'm not I'm not really sure. But the one thing I know about Pete Carroll is he said he's only looking for the right situation. 
Hmm. So, so not Carolina. It, it, <laughs> not Carolina. What about the Washington Huskies? Because the Huskies are still well, searching for. Well, excuse me. I don't they're know not, if he has, They're not. They got. They no, had yeah, a coach they're not. yesterday. Yeah, we, the Arizona yeah. coach. Jed that's, again, that's yeah. to, to put the exclamation point on what yeah. you're saying, Ed. That's why we can't necessarily. We the, the Cowboys can't necessarily wait around a fire because right. there's not going to be the, the candidates are going quickly. The Arizona head football coach. Took well, the they Washington needed to because they were losing players left and right. Yeah, and now Arizona has to do that too, which is ironic. Yeah, what Alabama did. To UW, UW did to Arizona. Lamborghini and dealership in Seattle. Lamborghini dealership. Oh, I'm sure yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, uh, I I got friends who own their own uh, luxury right? dealership. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah Park, wow. called Park Place. Go ahead, go yes. see it. Okay. What yeah. kind of what kind of luxury are we talking about here? Uh, well, they are the re- the only Aston Martin dealer in the oh, Seattle area. Look at that. They got BMW, Lexus, Rolls Royce. What was Bentley? Michael Penick driving? Well, you know what he was driving? I don't. I don't know. Oh. I don't know any of that. I bet our quarterback has a better quarterback. Better car than your quarterback. <laughs> Even though your quarterback was better, I don't know. <laughs> Nola, I don't know how much they pay, they spent on him. That that was never really brought to light either. Okay, Brandon, if you were Jerry Jones and you had to target one person to be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, who would it be? Vrabel, Vrabel, Mike Hands Vrabel. Down. Okay, that's what Not, I, I mean. You guys talked about when he got Tennessee to the playoffs his first year. Weren't they a one seed as well that year as well? You know, mm, I'm pretty sure they were the ones. They got the one seed. In his first season as uh, head coach, I'm not sure. I don't feel like it's that. gone downhill from here. I, I I feel like he's still a really good coach, and I mean he knows defense better than anyone else. Right. So I think that be I think that seems like a good fit, and he seems like he would mesh well with Jerry Jones. He would just say yes. Johnny Root, I'm going with this. The we talked about this also earlier, and now the more I think about it. It's one of the coaches who's playing right now, Mike Tomlin. I said that too. I'm, I mean, ooh. three weeks ago, it was where is he going to go? He needs a change. He's a good quarterback, but he's kind of lost the Steelers, and he's kind of you know. Do you in think limbo. he wants to leave the Pittsburgh? That was that was one of the, his guys. That was like one of his inside guys that went mm. on national TV, our sister station, ESPN, and they basically just he said he goes he needs a change. He needs a different location, and I know he's playing right now, and he could come back and win this game, but. Could you imagine Mike Tomlin, who hasn't he hasn't had a sub five hundred season in what fifteen years? And now. have Mike Tomlin have talent? Yes, have talent. He, Mason Rudolph, for goodness' sakes, bless his heart, is the quarterback, or it's, it's either Mason Rudolph or Mitch Trubisky, and then of course Kenny Smallhand Pickett's got got hurt. So, but they can still you imagine the with yeah, and mm-hmm. he plays rock rib defense, rock rib defense. It, it could, you know. And with a healthy T.J. Watt, I mean, he ended up with, Man. what, 19 and a half sacks? If he leaves, the NFL is going to look very strange next year. Jim Harbaugh is going to be roaming the sidelines. Right. Mm-hmm. No Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick won't be with New England. No hoodie. No hoodie, exactly. And what? who else am I missing? Vrabel's not going to be in Tennessee. Right. It's crazy. McCarthy we hear, probably not in Dallas. Yeah, McCarthy not in Dallas. Can we hear that cut with Jerry Jones? I know Jerry Jones, uh, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, which he's apt to do after every game, he was asked about the situation with the game and Mike McCarthy. Uh, this is uh, one of my most surprises since I've been involved in sport, period. That is uh, Gerald R. Jones. So this is uh, uh, that degree. I know how disappointed everybody is. That's all my comment. In terms of playoff losses, where does this one rank for you? Well, I don't have, uh, uh, really, I can't reach back and look at a playoff loss. Uh, uh, but this uh, uh, seems like the, uh, the, the most uh, painful uh, 
because uh, we all had such great expectation and we had hope for this team and uh, uh, thought that we were aligned in a great shape and great shape and uh, uh, it didn't happen for us and it's as fresh on me right now as it is on anybody else but I don't uh, I won't get into uh, any uh, of the uh, addressing of any aspects of any part of it from uh, the coaching to the players to what's around the corner uh, uh, on a personal basis I'm, I'm full and so uh, uh, not that there's any world's smallest violin for me being full I get that I understand that and uh, I know where the responsibility starts and ends and I've got that real clear and I know that but that's not the point the point is that uh, uh, I'm uh, disappointed for everybody 28 years since uh, an NFC championship game. 28 stinking years, Jerry. You hear him say that he knows the pressure's on him the most? I don't know if the pressure's on him the most. He's still going to be your owner. He's the GM, he, though, you know. He's everything. He's, yeah. I mean, if he could go out Can and throw... Can he fire it, himself? I, well, I am firing myself. I think he has to. <laughs> I mean, he'd go out and throw the football if he thought he could. But, um, I mean, I, I... Yeah, I think you can rate rank your losses mm-hmm. and this you were a huge favorite going in right the number two seed against the team that just got in at number seven and you got embarrassed at home right and granted Mike McCarthy has won 12 games the last two seasons and I would say to that really good but so what it's not about winning regular season games it's putting trophies in the case which the Cowboys not had a trophy in the case since 1995 and if you're in it you know America's that's the team, thing huh Pardon me? America's team. America's team. See, that that goes to my next deal. You know, Jerry loves the fact that they are the wealthiest team in the NFL, one of the top five sports franchises in wealth. He loves that. Well, that's all well and good, but what about the the poor schmoes who go out and buy those tickets and buy the jerseys and do all the stuff, and the people of Arlington who use their taxpayer money to build you that stadium and everything, Jerry World, where is their benefit? Where do they get from that? That's that's the thing he's got to think about because times are running out. For you know, he's he and Joe Biden, I believe, are the same age. Okay, so he's 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 got some years left, and I hope he lives yeah, a long I time. Mean, but my gosh, the disappointment of twenty eight years of not going and playing in an NFC championship game. And I know as much as he puts his foot in his mouth as he does and the way people th- say that you know he talks about everything he could if he wanted to. He owns like you said the most wealthiest team yeah. in the NFL. He could and this is a, a a Chicago phrase but he could Chicago covet if he wanted to. And that is a refer- referral to the Cubs back in the 80s and 90s. They knew they were going to sell out Wrigley Field every, every game. game. Yeah. They didn't care if they put a I mean, they wouldn't come out and say it, Mm -hmm. but they weren't putting competitive teams out there because they knew you've got a franchise that everybody knows. Everybody wants to go to a game at Wrigley. So they knew they could put out whatever they wanted to. They were going to sell that out. To Jerry Jones' credit, he could do the same thing with Dallas and put out mediocre this and mediocre that. I don't know if you can still charge $300 for your worst seat, but they're going to sell that place out. But here's a guy who spent a king's ransom on his quarterback, Dak Prescott, who spent a ton of money on Micah Parsons and C.D. Lamb, and it, it's 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 not paying off. Brandon, we got a phone caller. Who is that? Jay. Jay. Hey, Jay, welcome. You're on yes. 10270 ESPN. Hi, Jay. Hey, Clements. How are you doing? Jay Lamey here. Hey, buddy. How are you? 
Good, man. Um, I've been listening to y'all's show today, and I just wanted to uh, uh, opine on something. Um, Dak, Dak Prescott got his his best QBR his rookie year when Tony Romo was in his headgear all the way up until 15 seconds before the snap. And Dak has not been, had not had a QBR nearly as good since then. Even this year, he has not had a QBR. I think, unfortunately, he's a great guy, but we need to get rid of him. We need to get rid of Mike McCarthy. I would say let's go out and look at possibly bringing in somebody like Justin Fields who hasn't had a good offensive line. Mm. Go get Justin Fields and maybe some draft capital with the uh, first pick. Uh, in the draft, or we wouldn't get the first pick, but maybe we could do something in negotiating with Chicago to go get something like that. I'll shut up and listen. Hey, I, I, like I, I love that. I think because Justin Fields will would be uber motivated to play for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Johnny, your your team is the... I like that, and I'm a Bears fan, but I like it from the fact that I think the Cowboys, regardless of who... And now let's keep in mind... To say goodbye, we heard this earlier, to say goodbye to Dak, it's going to cost you 60 mil God of a cap me. hit. So it's not just saying goodbye, but I, I like if they could work out some kind of a deal. And even, I would honestly consider a Dak for Justin trade. Wow. Dak. I would, too. As a Cowboy fan, I would Could say, you do that straight up, though? I, I, I would do it. You really up. need some picks to I don't know involved. who's... Well, see, I, don't, yeah, I mean, because Justin's not really... But yeah, then he's again, not, isn't he on a one-year? Isn't he on his final year? one year left on his rookie deal. Ooh, mm. That's asking a lot, because Dak's got a few years left, right? Yeah, but if you yeah. you know if they trade, they're gonna they're gonna have to sign Justin. It would be a sign and trade. I mean, yeah, they would as sure. soon as they as soon as they trade him, he would sign for big money. Here. Yeah, I I really believe he needs to get out of Chicago, right? Like, yes. When well, you have a defensive yeah. coach, seems like he's holding him back a bit. I just don't think the Bears are the right team for Justin because they don't know whether they want him to run every game. Yeah. He just uh, and sometimes God, the, yes. sometimes the plays that they they have run when you know it's it's third down and in inches and they're seven yards behind the ball and in the in the, in the shotgun it's like. No, I, I so I actually I, Dak for I would do that. I got another trade. Here's another trade here, boys. Listen to the hear me out. Dak Prescott and C D Lamb oh. traded to the Miami Dolphins for Tua and Tyreek. Ooh. Wow. Would you like that? I don't know if you get Tyreek. Maybe Waddle. <laughs> Maybe Waddle. I don't I want mean, Waddle. I'd rather have C D. Tua would be great because, you know, he's seventy degrees almost every game. Exactly. Yeah. If you so just, if they have a home game playoff, he's a shoe in to win. The Cowboys were disappointing, to say the least, but I think the Dolphins, because, you know, the Dolphins, Jeff and I talked about them. Jeff was, he was a horse's ass last week, because I kept on saying, <laughs> the weather, the weather, the weather. Oh, nobody cares about the weather. Well, Tua Darncher did, this, and so did the yeah, Dolphins. Yeah, you got, lie. You yeah. got the fastest team in the NFL to put up seven points. Yeah. Seven points, and when the temperature is below 40 degrees, they're 0 and 11. But you know what? It's really, that's not Tyreek Hill was having a great live uh, Fortnite on TikTok earlier, so uh, well, he, he seems to be doing okay. What he, well, he was the one that scored. Tell me what he, was, he was live streaming his Fortnite game. He was, was he playing, really? Fortnite. He was he was playing, playing video Fortnite games online. Yeah, and it Wait, was on TikTok. During the playoff games. Oh, really? He's not, not watching the games. Not he's, during He's his playing game. some Fortnite. Not, not during his game. game. <laughs> no. It's too but, cold. Yeah, Hopefully I mean, his house is okay. But there's a reason we haven't really talked much about that game other than it was really cold because yeah. it wasn't that great of a game because mm-hmm. the Dolphins never showed. They never showed. But I, do you think Mike McDaniel can mesh well with Dak and CD? Obviously I li- CD, yes. I, I like Mike McDaniel. Mike, the shine is off Mike McDaniel, Yeah, too. I would agree with that, too. The Dolphins, because they, mm-hmm. what, they were up. 
three games with five to he's play. He's a good coach. Did you guys watch Hard Knocks? No, he's a, he's I think a good he's coach. He's a really good he's coach, really but good something coach. happened there, and I say that about Tua. I think Dak's better than Tua right now, even though Tua's younger. So I don't know. It's just something's got to change with the Cowboys. Update, Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Buffalo lining up for a field goal. Last time they did it, did this, uh, got it blocked. It's frigid up there. It's cold. Mm-hmm. Not snow on the field, but just cold as uh, so-and-so. Here's the kick. It's up, and it's going to be good. So the Bills have extended their lead to 24 to 10, 24 to 10, a minute 32. This is a long How long has it been since you did play-by-play? Uh, a few <laughs> years, thanks. Yeah. I'm just, no, you sound great. Thanks so much. Yeah, so yeah. I remember, so I've heard stories of you doing it in the past, yeah. right? Yeah, I did. You used to do Westlake football, you used to do Midland Lee and Odessa Permian, mm. and I'll do it from Dirty Martins when the Longhorns are playing over down there. Don't tell anybody at UT <laughs> I'm doing that, but I'll do that then. But um, I don't know, the Cowboys... And we had Kevin Sherrington on earlier, Kevin Sherrington, columnist for the for the Dallas Morning News. And he was talking about when uh, Jerry got rid of Jason Garrett, who, by the way, was lousy Saturday night on the Dolphins. He is awful. He's awful. He is awkward, he is, too. Oh, Completely and, awkward. He is. He, he's a guy. I wonder that, if he makes everyone call him sir. Captain obvious. <laughs> or a coach. Call me coach. Call me coach. Call me but coach it, around it, it's, it was bad. But when Jerry fired... Jason Garrett. Mm-hmm. It took him two two weeks. Right. Jerry does not have that luxury unless he goes out and gets a surprise guy like a Mike Tomlin or something. Because you've got Vrabel's going to be gobbled up. Belichick more than likely is going to be Belichick. Where do you think so he's going? Who? Vrabel. Vrabel. I think. I think if he doesn't go to the Cowboys. He may go if Harbaugh doesn't want the job. He could go to the Chargers because the Chargers. That's got to be Harbaugh's to lose. At it this has point. to be. But Vrabel could go to Washington. Yeah. He could go. I think the the I mean, the, 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 de- the death job out there is Carolina. Nobody wants that job. Well, somebody's going to take it. And I heard that in the game last night with Dan Campbell. They Someone's going to get overpaid. They, well, yeah, but they said that, the, and they and they put a nice spin on. It. They said the reason. They really went with Dan Campbell for the Lions is because he went in there and he said, I don't want to be a head coach in the NFL. I want to be the Lions head coach. I want to be the head coach for this <laughs> team. Now, that's probably the best interview question you could answer when someone yeah. says, yeah. where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. I'm the head coach of this team and we won a Super Bowl. Hey, the dude, the many, many of my Aggie friends said they, the Aggie should have hired him instead of Elko. Right. I mean, but I think he's so committed he's to committed Detroit. He's committed to Detroit right he's now. He's pot committed sure. now for yeah. sure. He just loves that. And he's doing well. I mean, again, that, they got two home games, first time ever in the playoffs, yeah. in the franchise yeah. history. Right. Why leave the NFL? And I do think somebody's got to be the scapegoat for the Cowboys, and it's all indications would be McCarthy because, as we're talking about with Dak, that's a sixty million dollar hit unless you're going to trade him somewhere. That's it, tough. Is anybody out there think that Green Bay can beat the 49ers? I don't. That line's nine and a half. Johnny <laughs> told us that. I well, we thought. didn't think we could. They yeah. could beat the Cowboys at home. They ain't not going to beat the 49ers, and then they put up forty eight against the Cowboys. I know, I know, but you're wrong about that. Oh, <laughs> and then the winner, the Eagles and the Bucks, will be playing at the Lions. Is there anybody out there who believes Jalen? I got a broken middle finger, hurt, or Baker Mayfield? Could beat the Lions at home. I don't next know. Are week? you going to no. accept any of our answers? Well, I, okay, maybe. Go I ahead. Mean, <laughs> I, don't know. I just, I just think 
it's specious. If you I, think, I don't think I the, may be wrong I about think, you know, I don't, honestly, I don't think the Packers can beat the, the 49ers, but no, I, I don't think, think so. But I think 10 points, which is up to 10 points now. Oh, really? Yeah. Even since we've talked about it, it's gone off a half a point. I don't, th- I don't think that's enough points. I mean, I, no, I'm, I'm, other way, I, I think Green Bay covered. I, I don't see them losing oh, really? by 10 points. If Green yeah, Bay's no. defense gets after Purdy, they could win that game. Or even if George just keeps I'm, throwing. If he just goes score for score. San Fran's cornerbacks are not, not world beaters. They can be beat pretty easily. Can the Eagles or the Bucks win at Detroit? No. I don't think so either. Uh, I don't know. I saw the Seahawks a healthy do Eagles, it, and they didn't a, even make the playoffs. A healthy so. Eagles team with everybody on the same page, yes. But not the, not the Eagles we have right now. Okay. Well, but I do think they win tonight. Uh, uh, Todd, thank you so much, John. Drew. Thanks yeah, so anytime. Much. Uh, Brandon, thanks so very much. Lovely as always, Jen. Lovely, lovely. Uh, don't go away. ESPN comes your way. Then we'll have all the play-by-play of the Eagles and Tampa Bay as we bring you super wild card playoffs again for you fans of the Houston Texans what an accomplishment the Texans will wait to see who wins this game between Buffalo and uh, the Steelers if Buffalo wins it's Buffalo hosting Kansas City and the Texans would play at Baltimore next weekend we got to go for Brandon and Todd Jondrew I'm at Clement C. Tamar here on 1027 ESPN Jeff Ward and Ed Clements Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.